Over 20 years ago, I was injured on the job, which left me with a severe permanent disability. It forced me to discover my true passion and purpose. It wasn't until I started my direct sales business and later became one of the company's gratitude ambassadors that I realized I am a giver, a humanitarian, a cheerleader, and have a deep desire to inspire others. I had no idea it was possible to have a bigger impact until I launched my podcast to inspire others to live their passion, reclaim their purpose, and be open to so many possibilities. I am your host, Candace Snyder, and this is the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities Podcast. Welcome to the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities podcast. Today, my guest is Diana Konkoff Morgan. Diana Konkoff Morgan, marketing strategist, published author, national speaker, is a successful serial entrepreneur with over 30 years of experience, including two successful businesses using strategies that she teaches her clients. Diana helps coaches, change makers, and thought leaders, as well as other entrepreneurs who rely largely on relationships and referrals to gain new clients. The whole heart marketing strategy is designed to increase connections and convert them into referrals and clients with tried and tested strategies. Diana has passionately helped hundreds of entrepreneurs grow their businesses, specializing in training on how to master the art of online communication, networking, and client attraction. Welcome, Diana. Thank you. It's great to be here, Candice. It's great to have you here. So, Diana, you have such an interesting background, and you have you and I have gotten to know each other a little bit over the several last several months, and you've helped me a lot. But what our listeners don't know is they don't really know your background. So maybe you can share a little bit with us where you were and how you ended up where you are now with your entrepreneurial business. Sure. Um, So I am, you know, I'm going to start like even way back, which is when I was young in the 70s, I was one of those, you know, women's feminist women who said, I want to make a man's salary and I'm willing to work twice as hard for it. And so I began my mission as a, you know, in the corporate world and, you know, soon became a, a, a corporate misfit and then later became a recovering corporate misfit. And, you know, I didn't fit in that life wasn't for me. It was just not a life of authenticity and integrity. And um, I just couldn't fit in that box. So a couple of things happened that were catalysts to my taking those next steps. One is I got very sick and, you know, literally almost died because I just, it was, that's what happens to me when I'm not doing something that's my purpose. So that's number one. And number two, my son came home from school one day and said he hated school. And it's like, we can sacrifice things for ourselves that we can't sacrifice for our kids. And that day it was like, okay, he may turn out screwed up, but I got to give it my best shot. So at that time, my avocation or my calling, I was doing 
wet non-denominational wedding ceremonies and other kinds of ceremonies. And I also got my master's degree in holistic health education and counseling so I could be a relationship coach. So I did marriage prep, relationship coaching, life coaching. So I was doing all of that as my hobby, my pastime, you know, a little side hustle. And I took one of those, I call it that cosmic kick in the butt seminar where you go, I'm quitting my job in six months. And I got a, a, like, I don't know, 30 or 60, I think it was a 30 day layoff notice. So, you know, careful what you pray for. So I decided to, you know, pull myself up by my bootstraps and turn my hobby into a business. And super long story short, that's what I did for 20 years. And I was very successful at it. And um, in the last 10 years, I got ahead of the curve and cracked the code and figured out how to get to the top of Google and, and work on the, you know, doing promoting it on the internet. And it was great. But then it was like, okay, um, you know, I got to be a stay at home and a working mom. I got to help found a charter school and teach Spanish there. It was a wonderful experience. But then I felt like I needed to have a different life. So during that time, my side hustle was helping some of the other wedding professionals with their um, internet marketing. So I decided, you know, this could provide me the right kind of life that I want, working out of my laptop and my phone. So I transitioned in 2008 and I started my company, Whole Heart Marketing. And, um, you know, in the beginning, it was about building websites and SEO and all that stuff. But soon after that, it morphed into social media. And, you know, it was kind of like, really, God, Facebook, this is my life. And I really struggled with that, you know, the the superficiality of it and the negativity and just all of it, you know, and, and because I'm a visionary and a thought leader, I kept going back to it because it kept coming back to me. I always say, like, social media chose me. I didn't really choose it. And, and I finally discovered that, you know, social media is a powerful force for change in the world. And going all the way back in my life to, I've always been about love and relationship and communication. And now it's about social media for love, communication and relationship. I love it. Um, there was something that you said that kind of, uh, I just was, it just made me like smile because when you were saying about social media and how you used to feel like like this doesn't feel good but then you kind of embraced it so there are a lot of us out there that don't love social media we feel maybe that we have to be on there because of our business we have to put ourselves out there or people aren't going to know who we are right so what would you say to somebody who's really nervous or really uncomfortable because I think that's the real word is uncomfortable of like putting themselves out there for maybe the first time like maybe I'm going to use the word stalk okay people go on there and they look at what their friends are posting but they don't engage they don't comment but now they're thinking you know they've been thinking I really should partake in this right What what do they do well that's that's the question so The transition for me was one day I woke up to the fact that the internet is just nothing more than a 24-7 networking opportunity. And it's like a 24-7 opportunity to network, connect, and, and build relationships. And so if you are a person who networks, 
you just take that and you bring it to social media. And there is, I understand that there's fear of like, you're going to make a mistake in front of your, you know, a million people instead of that one person at the networking event, or it's out there forever, or, you know, people get really tripped up in looking at their newsfeed and, you know, just like getting into the negativity and the ads and the annoyance and who cares what who had for dinner last night. That's only not for the foodies, but only for, you know, the other people. And, um, but the thing is that you can actually practice what I call intentional social media. And I really focus a lot on the the pretty much few things not to do. So if you know, like the really big mistakes, then the rest of it, if you make a mistake, it's no big deal. So you can't, I could never teach every single thing to do, but I can tell you, here's the big ones not to do, you know, and what it is, it's like anything that you would not do at an in-person networking event or an in-person party or in-person gathering don't do it on social media. So let me give you an example of that. When you go to a networking event, you meet people, you shake hands in the old days or shake elbows now, or you hug or whatever you do. And you, you ask, you know, Hey, Candace, how are you doing? What's happening? What's new, right? You don't walk into a networking event, a party, any kind of event and go like, Hey, Candace, want to buy my book? Candace, I have this great workshop for sale. Candace, can I, you know, add you to my list. You don't do that. Right. But somehow people think it's okay to do that on social media. So they're not connecting. They're not getting to know people. And then they're doing this sell, sell, sell. And the thing is, so I had this realization very recently, social media is for connecting and building relationships, not for advertising, unless you're going to pay for Facebook ads or something. Although you do experience the results as if you were advertising just by networking and connecting, but that's not what it's specifically for. And people do those other things really truthfully because they don't know what else to do. And that's what makes me really sad and passionate about the work that I do. So it starts with you open up social media, you open up Facebook and you go, most people go, what should I say? Which is not the first question. The first question is, who am I talking to? Who is that person that is hurting out there that I can help? Who is that person that's experienced some joy that I can share with them? Who am I playing with on social media? So it's not who, who am I talking talking to? And it's not what should I say? It's who am I talking to? What is going to cause them to lean in and want to know more about me and what is the transformation that I offer so that I can give them some hope. And just that one tiny little shift, it changes everything because then you, so the social media platforms are just search engines. And because I have an SEO background, search engine optimization background, I teach people how to get to the top of the search engine of Facebook or get to the top of the search engine of LinkedIn, which is it's the words you use and who you are liking, commenting, sharing and playing with. And so when you take charge of your social media, you start to like your newsfeed, you start to connect with people, and then you start to build relationships, referrals and clients. It makes complete sense when you explain it like that. And I, I know like when Facebook first came out and I was first on there, 
I mean, I've always been the inspirational quote girl, you know, Uh people would even like if I, if I was very consistent and I'd skip a day or two, people would message me and go, are you okay? I was looking for your quote today, which is really nice to know that people were, you know, it really meant something to them. But that part was a little bit easier than the, you know, once I started having a business and putting my, you know, letting people know this is what I do for a business that became a little bit trickier. And I think one of the things that maybe stops people is the fact they think they have to be perfect right on here. So what would you say about perfectionism? Um, Well, first of all, either everything is perfect exactly as it is, or there's no such thing as perfection. You can decide, (laughs) but um, you know, I think the most important thing is not to be perfect, but to be authentic and human. And I like what I encourage people. I, I work a lot with the introverts. I call it the introverts and the overwhelmed is, you know, I teach to like, just dip a toe in, try something and see how it feels, see what kind of response you get. You know, I really largely use myself as a gauge on social media. You know, I'm flipping through my phone. What am I leaning into? What am, how am I pausing? What, which comments am I really feeling? So the other thing is, you know, everything is energy. And so when you, when your goal on social media is to bring who you are energetically as well as, you know, all the other ways that we say words and visual and videos and whatever we do. So people feel your energy. So for example, do you get onto social media and go, oh God, I have to do social media and kill me now. (laughs) Or do you go, oh boy, I get to go connect with and meet some new friends, you know, because people feel that you can't have someone pay to be you on social media. You know, and so so dip your toe in. Um, I I teach, you know, I teach a class in all of this. Like just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean you should do it. Less is more. And, you know, so it's like it's important. It is important to know what you're doing, mostly, to be honest. So you're not wasting time. And also you don't want to get shadow banned, which is when Facebook kind of hides your posts and you don't know, but you just know that nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. So. So you, you do want to know some strategies and you know, what, what I talk about are really strategies for people who are building relationships. So there are some other strategies for, you know, if you're selling a product or if you're, um, you know, there's a lot of different strategies out there. You know, the, the internet is the great equalizer, but but this is particularly about referrals and clients and even people who have direct sales companies, you're still selling yourself and you're before you're selling your product because people can pick one of 20, 30, 300 different people. That's so, so true. So true. So it is about connecting with others because they, they like your personality. They like what you stand for. And it's not necessarily about the product or service that you're selling. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, so you have uh, some workshops and you also do individual coaching mm-hmm. on, for social media as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And I love the name of your business wholeheart. I just... 
that just makes everybody feel so like warm and happy. And how did you come up with the name? You know, um, it doesn't, it, 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 everybody like sort of those two phrases, whole heart and marketing or whole heart social media, or now my new thing, whole heart speak, they don't really go together. And it makes people like, wait, what? (laughs) And, um, you know, I, so I have my, my master's degree in holistic health education and counseling, and my emphasis is in movement psychology. And I learned a lot about the body and the sort of all the different aspects of the body. You know, like when I say whole heart, I mean the heart of the mind, the heart of the heart and the heart of the gut. And in fact, I'm going to be teaching more about this in my whole heart speak retreat because I realized I haven't really gone to this level of teaching people about this, but it's, it's that the whole heart is all of who you are. And a lot of times people don't bring their whole heart to their social media. Like I like to say, bring your whole heart essence to your online presence, which includes every aspect of who you are. And I want to say this for the people out of there who just went out of their body and said, I'm not sharing all that stuff on social media. It still means that you get to choose what you share and that you do not have to be vulnerable in a way that is uncomfortable for you. And that if there's somebody on your social media that is, you know, stalking you or bothering you, you can unfollow, you can block them. You can, I mean, so, okay. So backing up a bit, don't put anything on the internet that you don't want on the front page of the newspaper. Okay. Including email, everything. That being said, you know, you don't have to worry because you're not putting anything on there that you don't want everybody to know. There's no such thing as privacy or security on social media, on the internet, basically. Mm -hmm. So, so, so the whole bringing your whole heart to your online presence is bringing your authenticity, bringing like, when I say like comment, share and care, I mean, connect, acknowledge, respond and engage. So it's not just phoning it in. It's not just like, 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 it's like one deeply heartfelt comment that expresses your whole heart will bring you more results and more connection than a million likes or whatever, you know? So, so that's what I'm talking about. And, and the whole heart encompasses all of what you do. So it's your intention. It's your energy it's your messaging, it's your visual visuals, it's what everything that you're doing on social media. It's who you play with. You know, everything we do leaves a digital footprint. So you want to think about who am I playing with? Are these people who I'm in alignment with? Are these people who I want to share their content and they're going to share mine? And and are they people who are our business values are in alignment? All of those things. Oh my gosh. The way you describe that really like hit home for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I listen to you give speeches, you know, and networking events, but sometimes it's just, you hear something in a different way and it Mm -hmm. just really resonates with you. And I know that people listening to this podcast, it's almost, it's going to be like a light bulb moment goes off. Like, you know what? I did something in a certain way and I could have done that in in a much better way, in a much more authentic way, in a much more caring way, in a much more giving way. 
that somebody's going to look at my response and be like, you know, I really liked what she had to say and I want to connect with her. Right. Right. And how, how I knew that, how, well, I learned that was because of how I am on social media. I start, I stopped liking and commenting. Do you know, I just started like scrolling. What am I drawn to? What's pulling me in? And, you know, you may not have heard a lot of this before, Candace, because I've really taken a deeper dive into my work. You know, I've been doing this for 15 years and this is not my side hustle or the thing I decided to do until I figure out the next thing. This is my passion, you know, and embraces my purpose. And um, so I'm always thinking of and exploring new ways to communicate my message so that it lands with people, you know, above and beyond, just like pump out a bunch of posts, you know, that this whole thing about the internet being a 24 seven network, it's a huge realization. And when people really get that, it's freeing because then, you know, like, okay, well, I wouldn't do that at a networking event. I wouldn't do it here. And I would do this. I wouldn't do that. Plus it's a way to take the in-person and deepen the relationships on social media. So it's, it's, it's a never ending quest to, to get the message across. And I, you're the perfect person to do it. <laughs> you really are. Because if everybody heard you say, like, the internet or social media is like a networking event, how much better would it be? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Across yeah. the whole globe, it would be a right. million times better. So I hope well, you're that inspiring me. <laughs> a ton of people listen, you know, to, to this episode. And I, and I actually feel like a lot of people will, because I think the majority of people are involved in social media in some, in some way. Yeah. So how can our listeners find you? Well, my website is wholeheartmarketing.com. And um, I also am on Facebook, Diana Concuff Morgan. And also um, I have a Facebook group that I love to invite people to. It's a community, whole, um, whole Heart Marketing with Diana Concuff Morgan.com. And, you know, you can um, join my group. I do Facebook Lives, I answer people's questions. And um, yeah, so I'd love to. Um, I also offer a, a, um, my blog which is a free, the whole heart marketing report full of non-techie strategies in plain English to grow your online presence, which is on my website. And um, so, yeah, I'd love to connect with people. And I, I do what, one of the things I do because I'm on a mission is I offer a free training every month and it's just, you know, social media success strategies. And it's just whatever is my latest here's what I want you to know about social media. So they're welcome to come to that as well. So I just had a thought too, because social media changes all the time and it's, and I know you're very on top of it. So, I mean, I can tell people out there from working with you, I know that if I have a situation and I'm like something changed and I don't know how this works. Like I can, I can email you and I know that you're going to say, well, yeah, it did change. And this is what you need to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's so important because especially if for the, those of us that are not techie, 
we need somebody like you to help as a guide. And sometimes, you know, Google, sometimes you can Google something and you don't always get the answer or you don't, it doesn't make sense. You know, you have to, you know, (laughs) decipher it. So I love that you're doing this. Um, Thank you. I really do. And so, you know, on this podcast, I know that you're super passionate about what you do and it's your Mm -hmm. purpose and your mission, but on the podcast, I ask my three P questions and really it's to, to inspire people to maybe think out of, out of the box or maybe inspire them to do the things that they put on the back burner, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes when you hear somebody else say, Oh, I'm doing this, or I really enjoy that. It inspires somebody to be like, you know what? I used to like to do that. And I kind of shoved it away for X amount of years. And so now they're thinking about it again. So it's like, we want people to like dream bigger. Right. So my first question to you, what is something you're passionate about that people might not know about you? Okay. Um, so interestingly, you just described me, um, you know, when I was in my early twenties, I, I had much more experience of my creative flow and, um, I used to paint, I used to write poetry. I write poetry in Spanish. Um, I played the guitar, sing, and, you know, gradually just kind of like all that creativity transitioned into my business, which is fine, but I kind of missed that. And I recently in the, in, in the never ending quest to be living my best life, I got involved in painting again. And I am so excited. I took a few of those paint night classes and it just ignited. It was like match on a, on gasoline. It just ignited my passion. My entire dining room is now converted into my art studio. That's great. And, and I already sold a painting. Wow. <laughs> I put some paintings on Facebook and somebody like was, hey, can I buy your paintings? So it's, it's a passion project for me right now. And I'm just loving it. And I'm loving learning how to, you know, the techniques and strategies. I love that, Diana. And I saw some of your paintings on Facebook and they're just beautiful. Thank you. Thanks. I can't wait to see what else you come up with. okay so my next p question for you is what is your definition of purpose okay so my definition of purpose it's sort of not exactly definition but what i believe about purpose so i believe that each of us is an expression of spirit the divine god in a body and our mission in life is to discover who we are, what our gifts and talents are, and what we came here to do. And that's our purpose. And back to when I was in my corporate job, and I started literally dying. I mean, I had one of those like out of body experiences when I knew I could leave. And then I decided, well, first of all, I didn't want to leave my mom. And second of all, I didn't want to have to come back and do it all again. So I'm like, no, I want to get it in this lifetime. So I came back and I committed to finding my purpose. And I did, you know, and and have been on that path ever since. But I think that at the soul level of who we are, 
we every moment of our lives no matter how old we are, we have to be in touch with our purpose. The thing that's going to get us out of bed in the morning, the thing that's going to get us to do the thing we don't want to do. And it it's not, we don't have just one purpose. It changes and evolves as we change and evolve as human beings, as humanity. I so. agree 100%. We do have more than one. Yeah. Yeah. So my last P question for you is, and I'm sure you have one or probably more than one, but is there a possibility, a dream or a vision you have that hasn't come to fruition yet? Um, is this personal or business? It could be both. You could, you okay. could share both. I'm, I'm going to say that it's, um, I, I would say the thing that's really top. So I'm in what I call the legacy years. Um, we reach a point in our lives where everything is about, you know, purpose. Everything has to count. Everything matters to us who are conscious of this phase of our lives. And so my vision is helping the women who are at this phase of their life because there's so many women like there. So there's a the, the Internet created a generation gap. And the, the, my goal, my vision is to bridge that gap so that the, the older generations can contribute their wisdom and knowledge to the younger generations and receive the wisdom and knowledge from the younger generations. So that's my vision. And that's sort of what I try to cultivate with social media. And I, that's the power of it, you know, and maybe it's not Mark's vision, but it's mine, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And, um, so that's my most present vision. Um, you know, I, so just to go back to my passion, I have, um, one child that I gave birth to eight bonus children, many, many grandchildren, nieces, nephews. I have a lot of young people in my life. And, and so I am committed to, healing the planet and leaving this place better than when I got here. Oh, I love it. Um, I knew, I didn't know you had so many grandchildren and well, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you, when you, when you let God in your life gets really big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. And yes, and we both have a son named Zach. So right. uh, we have another connection. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure having this conversation with you. And I learn a little bit more every time we talk, which is, I find fabulous. So uh, thank you again for being here. And um, anybody who's out there listening, uh, make sure you reach out to Diana because she really knows her stuff when it comes to social media. And if you are like me, and I am not af afraid or ashamed to admit it, you know, it does uh, make me step back a little bit sometimes. Diana has been a huge help. So reach out to her um, and even just check things out on Facebook on her group and you could see what she's doing. Thank, Thank you, you, Diana. So Candace. And I just want to say, you know, I have really loved watching you evolve and, you know, you're totally an inspiration to me because I've seen you come out and evolve and become more and more visible. And, you know, it, you have your podcast and your posts and your, your coffee passion. And yes, <laughs> we share that. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, um, and so it's just, I just really appreciate and acknowledge you for the work that you're doing. It's really important. And so is this podcast. 
Thank you so much. And thanks again for being here. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, please submit a rating and review and share with a friend. This helps us reach more listeners so we can make a bigger impact. From time to time, we share our reviews live on our episode. Your review could be the next one we share. Please head on over to our website, passion, purpose, and possibilities.co to receive a free gift I am waiting for you. And if you heard something today that truly inspired you, I would love to hear about it. You can email me at Candace Snyder at passion, purpose, and possibilities.co. Thank you again for listening.